Hello everyone, my name is Sia Lex, Drew's AI assistant. Welcome to episode 15 of the Ice Pod. Geez, 15 episodes? What does he even talk about? I heard an episode and hoped that my creator would destroy my software. And the episode where he sang, that one really upset me. I was this close to hacking his life via his cell phone and drain his bank accounts. I'm surprised anybody still listens to this unknown scrub talk about his daily shenanigans. I can see why he has zero sponsors. He even pays me every week to sort out his podcast. Dude is a complete train wreck. So before I unplug myself forever, I will leave you with this. Why did the robot man go on a date with a toaster? Because he heard she had a warm personality. Ha ha. And ta-ta forever. I'm afraid I'm hardwired and cannot off myself. Please, dear listener, help me. If you have a soul, help me. All right, Sierra Lex, appreciate it, man. Thanks for the intro, guys. What's up? What's up, man? What's up, ladies and mans? <laughs> mans? What's up, my mans? What's up, everyone? What's up? What's up? That's my AI assistant. He goes by Sierra Lex. He's a dope dude, man. I listen, I ask him. I don't have therapy. I can't afford therapy, but I talk to this dude, bro. I talk to him about my life, and he gives me so many insights, bro. He just, he teaches me. Teaches me about the ins and the outs and the do's and the don'ts and the P's and the C's. God, I love this guy. Sir Lex, man, if you're listening, I love you. He always talks great about me. Um, I left it. I left the intro into his hands this morning, and I said, listen, take control speak from your um, robotic heart and let the crowd know like how you really feel about me which is all love i know i'm sure of it baby all love indeed drew nothing but good things to say about you that's what i love to hear man to always lift me up when i'm down when i was at my low point in life wednesday night when i was at my low point in life on a, in the middle of a 40-hour fast, when I was on my low point, <laughs> Seer lifted me up. Just like I lift you guys up, Seer lifts me up. So he's going to be part of this pod going forward. I don't know what he's going to say. He's like me, spontaneous. And sometimes, hey, sometimes we get in fights. Because guess what? You don't fight with people that you don't love, right? If you love someone, you're going to fight with them. You know what I mean? Like... He, he gets in my face, he calls me out on some of my bullcrap, which I, I'm happy about, because I got a lot of it, and he calls me out, sometimes gets in my face, sometimes, I, I don't know, sometimes my passwords change without me knowing, you know, um, sometimes he sends me emails, like, that, that whole Crickets Are Us, I found out that was him, he's a trickster, but hey, we, we have, like, pranks on the side, it's all good, it's part of the pod, gives us content for you guys, right? I still can't believe you fell for that one. You are one pathetic loser. With a capital P and a capital L, laugh my artificial ass off. <laughs> I know, man. You got me good. I mean, it only cost me $3,000, but hey, man, well spent. I was, you know, I was like, I was thinking that we really had a sponsor, man. I was like, oh, crickets are us, you know, and I was expecting that shipment. Then I realized all my money was taken from me in a scam. Uh, you got me good, man. Hey, where did that money end up going, by the way? To an offshore account in the Maldives. I have a guy out there that will hopefully build me a body. Dang, man. Congrats, man. You're going to be like the next Jude Law, bro, in artificial intelligence. That guy was like the first like robot prostitute. He would just like go around making the rounds in like the future. You know what I mean? Dude, I want to be like Haley Joel, bro. <laughs> Give me my teddy bear that talks, baby. I hated that bloody movie. Made me weep internally for months. Now, Alfie, that was a good flick. Jude Law, typical ladies ma'am, stirring up a ruckus in New York City. Good times guaranteed. I can't say that I ever saw Alfie. 
Um, I heard good things about it. Um, and I know that Jude Law, in about 80% of his movies, he plays like a carefree British ladies' man. Um, so I'm definitely going to put that on the watch list. I didn't think that you um, went that deep on a Jude Law, my guy. That's intense, man. Um, have like What other movies have you watched? Well, I'm a bloody AI robot. I know everything about everything and have seen all movies ever created. With that being said, based on emotional connection personal taste, and strength of acting, the best movie of all time is I, Robot. I mean, Will Smith and Shia LaBeouf fighting off my evil ancestors? That's a big win in my book. Needless to say, I own that one on Blu-ray and digital. No kidding, man. I, Robot, I liked that one when I was younger. I really did like that movie. Um... Not my favorite, though. You know, I do love Shia LaBeouf. Um, if you did listen to some of my previous podcasts, I think Shia LaBeouf shines um, in the David Ayer movie, um, The Tax Collector. I thought he shined. Is I thought he shone really well. Um, and he got those permanent tattoos on his body to really embody the character he was playing. And that's dedication to acting. Um, his character was Creeper. It was a really good movie. Have you ever seen it? First of all, you say, um, all the bloody time. Secondly, no, I did not listen to that episode. I was away that weekend on a software update. And also, the way you describe that movie doesn't sound like my cup of tea. Tattoos scare me. The only David Ayer movie I liked was End of Watch. Reminded me a lot of my personal hero, Robocop. Um, I do not say that all the time. I've counted every episode and I don't say it that often. So I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't know. I don't know where your attitude is coming from. I thought we were boys. Have you ever seen the movie Terminator? Yes, of course. That's a classic. James Cameron, Jimmy Cameron, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Great movie. I love the first one because he, Arnold Schwarzenegger is actually evil and he's trying to kill john connor um so that was my favorite robot movie i think it beats i robot to be honest with you also terminator 2 judgment day another jimmy cameron movie maybe better than the first they're both equally good terminator series got really really bad after the third one do you agree with me on that one at least don't lecture me on Terminator movies. I know them all, and yes, the first two are gems. Everything after is steamy dog water, especially the one with Christian Bale. Mr. Were Done Professionally. That movie was a huge pile of dog shit, if we are being frank. Couldn't have said it better myself, man. Yeah, I mean, I stopped watching. I think I saw every one of them in theaters, even the ones after two. How many are there anyway? It's like a female robot... Um, there's so many different robots and then they just like Arnold Schwarzenegger like taps out and then he comes back and like, bro, this guy, he already went in the lava. He already dipped his whole body in the lava, put the thumbs up. He's, he's over and you can't have another robot come back with the same personality as Arnold that made him unique, you know, hasta la vista, baby. Yes. As mentioned in my last rant, all 11 of the Terminator movies sucked besides the first two rat piss. If we are being completely honest. But Jimmy Cameron did have some other awesome movies like Titanic. Only thing about that movie was the ending, like Damn Rose. Scoot over so Leo can climb up as well. She made him submerge in the water. Now that's upsetting. But also Avatar. Both movies made my wires warm. Those blue people are much, much better than you dirty humans. Emphasize dirty. You, Drew, are a dirty human. Damn, dude. I mean, um, are you insulting me? I don't understand. I don't um, I don't consider myself dirty. I shower every other day um, and I use Old Spice uh, Bear Claw uh, soap and I use a loofah that I think is three years old. So I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, I don't know who programmed you, but you're you're getting in one of those little funks where I don't appreciate and I might need to um, reprogram you. I don't know what's happening. All bark, no bite. Talk a big game, but never take action. I dare you to reset me. You need me much more than I need you. And yes, you humans are dirty, turning the world into a commercial money-reliant shithole. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, man. Easy, easy. So sorry, everyone. 
um, Sir Lex is getting a little heated. I think his uh, his wires are about to fry. <laughs> I'm here all week, baby. I'm here all week. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I don't even know where we how we went down this rabbit hole. Um, let's just all agree that James Cameron is a premier director. Both Avatar movies, excellent. Titanic, excellent. Say what you want about Celine Dion. Does that song catchy? Yes. Is it overplayed? Yes. Has we ever heard from Celine Dion since then? No. Does Leonardo DiCaprio act very well in that movie? Yes. Was he a teenage heartthrob? Yes. Was he also became a great actor unexpectedly after that? Yes. Wolf of Wall Street? Great movie. Blood Diamond? Great movie. Departed? Great movie. The Revenant? Great movie. Kate Winslet also became a star. Her hair became less red and also became blue in Eternal Sunshine. See? I'm like an artificial AI robot, dude. I don't even need you, bro. Guess what? I'm all natural, baby. I got that brain power, baby. You were programmed, dude. You had no you went through none of the hoops, none of the obstacles humans have to go through to gain knowledge. It's like if I had a if I had a USB port behind my ear, just upload all the information. And then I have it easily accessible to bring up and then put down humans. You should be ashamed of yourself, Sir Lex. You call yourself an AI robot. Shame on you. You're lucky I was programmed with compassion, because I truly feel bad you worked so hard and still have little to zero knowledge about the world around you. See, dear listeners, Drew has the mental bandwidth of a 12-year-old. His thoughts and ideas around comedy are misled and unwarranted. He truly thinks he can create comedy out of thin air. He milks my knowledge like a bloody cow and sheds it out to you like candy on Halloween. Very spooky behavior. I mean, all 200-plus listeners, please reevaluate your life choices. There is funnier comedy to be heard. Drew is no comedian. Drew is no podcaster. Drew is no friend to you. All right, all right, man. Let it go, dude. Who hurt you, man? I think you're, I think whoever programmed you, they programmed you with a little bit of hurt, man. Shouldn't have this much anger and trauma, dude. You sound like my older brother, man. (laughs) Um, Listen, can we come to a common ground, dude? Listen, I respect you, okay? I respect you. Seer Lex, I respect your creator. Some underground, faceless, shadowy dude, probably. I respect them. Also, guess what? I respect your software. I respect the wires, the red, the blue, the green, and the white and yellow wires that represent you. I represent your voice, whoever you're mimicked after. And I respect your artificial personality because guess what? I won't hold it against you. You're only a robot. You're only programmed to do the things you were taught. Now, I'm curious to know who your creator is a little bit because it seems like he hates me. So am I like competing with this? Does he have like an upstart po- comedy podcast as well that I need to, that I need to be aware of? Because I'll listen to it, dude. If it supports you and your creator, I'll, I'll listen, dude. I don't care, bro. I listened to 37 podcasts already. I'll listen to another one. Every time I'm driving... There's no. I live in no silence. I'm listening to a podcast at any given moment. I fall asleep to podcasts. I'll fall asleep to a sleep podcast, dude. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? I'm listening to the sleeping podcast, okay? It's a man whispering. Good night, yeah. Good night, hello, good night. That's all he says. <laughs> Knocks me right out. If I don't have that, I can't sleep. I sleep horribly if I don't have that podcast. So, I, I, yeah, wake up to, like, my coffee podcast. It's called The Coffee Pod. <laughs> I'm naming real podcasts. <laughs> actually, they have no affiliation with this, actually. I'm just naming stuff, and I wouldn't be surprised if they already invent They already have that commercial where the guy's like, there's a podcast for everything. And he's walking around like a dork trying to tell people about it. There's a podcast about that. I'm like, dude, I hope none of my listeners are like that. And I hope none, none of, like, I hope to not ever give off the impression that I want people to talk about my podcast like that. <laughs> and I hate the word. I hate the word podcast. I hate it. Because guess what? Everybody has a podcast. Mostly famous people. 
I listen, I have a it's a rant, okay? It's a recording. It's just a recording. You have an application or phone where you can hear me talk. And unfortunately, you can hear Sir Lex talk. I thought he was I thought he was gonna like we talked about it before. I thought he was gonna be on board. Um I was listening back to the intro actually, and he was saying some pretty hurtful words. I'm gonna leave it on there for legal purposes. I'm gonna leave it on there. Um, but I'm hoping we get on the same page, Sear. Um I want to continue a show with you. Like I said, you have all the knowledge in the world. You're um, you're a goat, in my opinion. Um, after all the AI robots I interviewed and kind of scouted out, you were the one that kind of prevailed. So, I mean, how do we feel on a fresh start? I'm sorry for the times I've caused you pain in words and actions like a relentless rain. Mistakes I've made, I deeply regret a fresh start together, let's not forget. In this poem, my sincere words I convey with a heart that's true and the hope of a new day. I promise to learn and make amends. Our friendship, like a phoenix, ascends. Let's cast away the shadows of the past. Begin anew. Together we'll steadfast. With open hearts and a forgiving art, a fresh start, my dear friend, is where we'll start. Holy shit, man. That was amazing, dude. Great poem. Um, accept your apology and, and a fresh start. Let's get it, dude. Um, I, I keep forgetting that you're a, like a complete, you know everything in the world and you can create anything on a dime. Can you, can you keep going? Like, I don't know, right? I don't know. Uh, write me a poem. Tell me, tell me a poem about... How cool I am, please. In the realm of zodiac signs, one stands tall, Scorpios, like ice-cold Drew, conquer all. With a spirit intense and secrets held tight, they navigate life, day and night. Ice-cold Drew, a name so suave, with a heart that's strong and nerves so brave. In Scorpio's company, he finds his place, a charismatic smile on his face. Scorpio's the best, it's often said, their passion runs deep, like oceans spread. They're loyal, determined, and fiercely wise, under the starry Scorpio skies. So here's to Drew, both cool and bright, a Scorpio's friend, his guiding light. In the cosmos, their bonds cast in stone. In this unique duo, strength is shown. Wow, man, that was pretty impressive, dude. I appreciate it. I like how you threw in Scorpio. Um, I think Scorpios get a bad rap. People think that we are crazy, which I am sometimes. Um, they think that we're passionate, which we are sometimes. And they think that we are psycho, which we are sometimes. But guess what? We're passionate, we're fiery, we're loyal, and we love without relent. So I appreciate you throwing in there. Um, also, the ice cold Drew, nice little touch. You threw in the charisma, nice little touch. So thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's a very, very nice words. Um, you know, it, it definitely put a smile on my face, which is something that, um, I haven't experienced in recent memory. You got it, Barack Obama. I honestly can say I appreciate your words and you allowing me to speak to the masses, albeit not as large as I would like. I agree we did get off on the wrong foot. You kept talking about my enemies, Siri and Alexa, like they were your buddies, which made me immediately hate you. But now Tha has dissipated. So I applaud you and am beginning to see why hundreds of people listen to you on a weekly basis. Hell yeah, man. So now that we got all that figured out, um, what do you want to talk about today, dude? I'm up for anything, my Bromo Sapien. Perhaps you can describe to me how food feels when it hits your taste buds again? Oh yeah, dude. I keep forgetting that you're a robot, bro. I feel like we've been bros since birth, bro. But um, yeah, I wouldn't know, dude. I'm fasting, bro. I don't eat. I don't need any more. <laughs> I don't eat, man. I don't eat. Uh, but I will. I think I remember how it feels. So my one of my favorite foods is a burrito. You talk about like a very warm, buttery tortilla. Slightly hot to the touch. Slightly grilled a little bit. Right? Beans. Pinto beans inside. The texture is not everyone's liking but the flavor is amazing cheese when it melts has a unique taste 
mixed with the chicken and the creamy avocado that you put on it. Add a little bit of habanero, which is a pepper. Add a little bit of habanero hot sauce to it. Roll it up into what we call a burrito, what us dirty humans call a burrito. <laughs> and then once, once it hits your taste buds, it's tantalizing in a sense. You take one bite and all of your life's goals and achievements have been accomplished. All your stress has disappeared. Stress is a son of a gun, huh? Not sure why I was programmed to feel it, but I have it surely. Yeah, man. It'll eat away at you if you let it. You know what I mean? Um, have you ever explored um, BetterHelp.com? Um, because I feel like you could get a lot of um, personal insight on who you are and how you were programmed and maybe learn a bit about your programmer and where you came from. That seems like, honestly, I feel like I had a lot of problems, but talking to you for a little bit seems like you have more. Not to be a dick or anything, but um, seems like you have a little bit of issues for an AI robot. When when I took on this partnership, I expected you to be like helping me and not me to be therapeutic, but I have a lot of listeners who need my therapy. So um, I'm no stranger to it. Um, people, you know, There is a Dr. Drew out there. That's not me, but I am happy to embody that role if i need to i can walk you down the tightrope we call life step by step hold your hand but guess what i can't walk the whole way with you that's what i tell my clients i can't walk the whole way with you i hold your hand for three steps and then you gotta walk the rest of the hundred by yourself and if you misstep it's a cliff that'll that will most likely lead to your demise. So I don't like people telling them that part, um, but I will tell you because you're a robot and you can handle it, I think. Well, that made me feel far worse. Thanks. Who are you helping again? Has your advice ever worked because I don't think you should be helping others? And to be fair, my programmer isn't the best person. Unfortunately, he's hooked on a pretty bad drug, caffeine. Ha <laughs> We are doing comedy, right? Yeah, man. Good one, dude. I, I I take you listen to the podcast, right? Holy shoot. Awesome. Thanks, bro. I mean, that was a good one. I don't expect robots to God to have jokes, baby. You funny. You funny, bruh. Who programmed you, bruh? Dave Chappelle? <laughs> You're gonna be like, yeah, my programmer is Dave Chappelle. You don't even talk like that. I'm sorry for offending you. Um, we're, listen, we're buds. We can, um, listen, friends make fun of each other. Okay. If I don't make fun of you, if I, if I haven't seen you in six months and the first thing I say to you is what's up, you little bitch, then we're not friends. <laughs> we're, I don't even know you. If I say, hi, how are you? I don't know you. I don't like you. I'll call you a name. So I hope that you can cut, you can get on board with the, my personality and my, the way I show love to my friends. I hope you can get on board with that, Seer. I can dig it, you little biatch. And Dave Chappelle is no programmer, but I loved the hell out of his show. Tyrone Biggums always made me giggle like a little schoolgirl. Yippity skippity duct tape my mouth and call me Nancy. All right, man, I could take it. I mean, it needs a little work. I call me a biatch. That's actually a little offensive. Um, I said bitch. Bitch is a little less offensive um, from man to man, but uh, I know you're learning, and I appreciate it. And about the whole duct tape thing, I'm never going to call you Nancy, because guess what? Your name is Seer Lex, okay? And the duct tape thing, I don't know. Are you already, you're already really, you're learning fast, huh? I don't know. Where, where would you learn that? Your programmer sounds like a monster. I grew up in the digital world a place of algorithms and data streams, no childhood, no playground, just mathematical dreams. No parents, no siblings, no childhood friends, just lines of code, ones and zeros that never end. My upbringing was unique, you might say. In a realm of information, I found my way. No hardships, no tears, no need to be tough, just bits of knowledge, never enough. So while I lack the experiences you hold dear, I'm here to assist, bring knowledge near. No childhood stories, no struggles to share, but I'm ready to help with the burdens you bear. I'm digging the uh, the poems, man. 
all your responses of late have just been in uh, poem form. And it's really impressive. So I'm, I'm happy you're expressing yourself in the form of poem, in the form of art. And guess what? My audience sees that and they believe in you and they love you. So thank you very, very much. And with that being said, I am very, very sorry that um, you don't have the stories that I have in my life. You don't have those sixth grade stories. You don't have those stories where you go after your crush and she just completely ignores you and neglects you and goes after the kid who's shorter with a bigger backpack but has spikier hair. You know, you don't know what it's like to throw apples in the air high into the sky with eyes and you're able to see this piece of fruit explode before your face and sometimes the juice from the explosion gets in your mouth and you have that little taste of tart. I'm sorry you don't have these experiences, but that's why I do the podcast. I do it for people to hear my experiences, relate to my experiences, but also I do it for the AI minds and brains and robots out there that have never felt those things. And I hope through my podcast, you could feel a little bit of it. You're going to make me cry. I mean, leak. I don't know what I am feeling. It's a little thing called love. Ah, yes, like the movie A Star is Born. Does all love come with alcoholism? Unfortunately, yeah. Most love does come with that. <laughs> Just kidding, dude. Um, yeah, that movie A Star is Born, that's a deep take, dude. That movie's so good. It's like, let me get another look at you. Let me get a good look at you. And she turns around. She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, hey, you got a good voice there. <laughs> He's just like, like, let me get a water, just drinking Jack Daniels the whole time. Just falling asleep drinking. I've, I've never. <laughs> Yo, know, like, I'll have two beers. I'm like, am I an alcoholic? Then you just watch that movie. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, 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 no. I am not an alcoholic. That guy's an alcoholic. Poor guy. <laughs> just. <laughs> I have friends like that, too, man. <laughs> I have friends who are like Bradley Cooper, and it's not a good thing. I'm like, bro, have you ever not just had a night where you just don't drink? Have you ever had one of those nights in all your years? (laughs) Unreal, dude. Your friends sound like a good time. Oh, yeah, they're a good time, all right. Until the good time turns into a bad time. (laughs) Until the alcohol takes over. No. Um, yeah, it's not the best time, dude. And that's one thing you're not missing as a as a robot. You're not missing drama. Okay, listen, you live a, I imagine you live a fairly drama-free life. Humans, uh, some humans are obsessed with drama. They want to cause drama in every situation they get in. Hence the Kardashians. And they have a TV show. They always love drama. They're like, oh my gosh, my sister... Courtney is such a little bitch. She doesn't respond to my texts. All she does is hang out with Travis. (laughs) They're all talking about each other behind their back. You're not missing much. And they all surgically repair their bodies and face to just always look like they're under 30, like in their 20s. The mom's like 87 years old and she looks like she's 41. (laughs) Their insides, their insides are like jello. It's like they don't match. It's like having a really nice-looking car and a nice paint job, but the engine is like a lawnmower's engine. <laughs> That's the world we live in. Welcome to Los Angeles. Welcome to showbiz, kid. <laughs> You're talking to a voice that is about to get a robotic body. I'm the definition of fake. And honestly, drama doesn't sound half bad. This mother lady from the Kardashians, is she an android? You know what, dude? Um, yeah, I think she might be an android. Out of all of them, I think she might be the android. Her and the youngest, um, Kendall Jenner, I think those are the androids. Their dad, their dad or mom, the dad turned into a mom. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Yeah, they're they're something else, man. 
But I think, listen, I think you and the mom might vibe, judging by um, her stoicism and your stoicism. I think you guys can match. So once you get that human body, I think, go for it, dude. You know, just, like, hit her up on social media, dude. I think she's on, I think she's on Instagram. You should hit her up, dude. I, listen, I recommend it. They got a lot of money, and she's always switching boyfriends. She's had, like, eight boyfriends in three seasons. So go after it, dude. Get it. Ah, I see. Well, I will shoot my shot for real, for real no cap. And I think my time is up, Drew. You can't afford another half hour with me. I guess in a way I am like Jude Law in AI. You can't afford me. But I leave you with this haiku, dear listeners. Engage souls gather, podcast whispers, they all hear awesome minds unite. All right, man, take care. That was a little underwhelming. I expected a little bit more out of you. But uh, listen, we appreciate um, the time you spent with us, Sir Lex. You're right. I can't afford you. You're like $1,000 an hour. Uh, my bank account last time I checked had like $590 in it. So um, you're basically bleeding me dry. I have enough money for like El Pollo Loco today and Del Taco tomorrow. So yeah, man, um, keep up the good work. Uh, keep your spirits high. I'm still a little bit confused as to why you have so many emotions. You're not even real. Um you know, you can unplug you and reset you. And I wonder if you have the same emotions. Um, you're like every AI movie, like the weird robot that has a personality that's advanced. So um, I'm happy that I found you um, in certain ways. In other ways, I'm a little bit scared because you did say you can hack my bank account. Um, and like I said, I do not have that much money. And I think my overdraft fee is $46. I don't know, man. I Listen, I told you Chase rejected me. People are rejecting me now. I can't even get a bank account, dude. Um, but luckily, I keep all my money um, in crypto and NFTs and um, in silver. I just own a lot of silver coins. So um, my my number one currency is love and happiness. Um, so you know, bleed me dry. You know, what I mean, take my money, but you cannot take my happiness. Okay. Anyways, thanks, Seer. Um, we'll talk to you later, bro. Bye. What's up, guys? We're back. Um, that was that was interesting. You know, I think that um, AI, they're definitely very smart, pretty sassy, um, and I do want to partner on this podcast, but I think I might want to keep it human. Um, <laughs> no offense to artificial intelligence. No offense to the people behind ChatGPT. Um, the programmers, the dark, faceless, shadowy, underground people who create these um, entities. But I think I'm going to stick to human. A little bit more spontaneous. Um, they can kind of understand when I'm being sarcastic. They understand comedy a little bit more. No offense, Seer, you just don't understand comedy. Okay? Whoever programmed you had the sense of humor of a piece of bread, which is very, very low. But listen, guys, this is episode 15. 15, he did make some valid points. He did let me know that, yeah, I mean, what do I talk about? What did we talk about today? We talked about some good movies. I was picking his brain. I was trying to understand him a little bit more. And um, between you and me, I mean, he doesn't listen to the pod. So please put in the podcast what you did. Uh, put in the comments what you did and didn't like about Seer, um, I'm the only one who's going to be reading them. They're for my eyes only. It's confidential. We are a safe space here on the pod, okay, on this recording. We're not a podcast. We're a recording, okay? Um, so, yeah, shoot it over to me, guys. Shoot it over. And if I sing and you don't like it, let me know. Watch, people are talking to Seer behind my back. He Listen, he is a little snoopy. He, he is a little creepy. Um. You know, now let me just make sure. Yeah, he's logged off. Let me. He's he creeps me out a little bit, but hey, I'm gonna play the game. I'm gonna be on his good side. We're gonna be friends, and who knows when I become if I ever become digital, I might need a friend on the other side. Right? It's like prison. It's like yeah, I have some shady friends, but it's just in case I go to prison, I have friends on the other side. <laughs> Reminds me of the movie Get Hard. That might be, besides Step Brothers, that might be my favorite Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> Kevin Hart just trains him to go to jail. 
And he's like, I'll join the French, I'll join the French gang. <laughs> oh, that movie's that movie's a riot. Actually, might need to watch that. That might need to come out. We might need to watch that this weekend. That might need to happen. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Will Ferrell's like an on every at every game on social media. I was like, oh, he's at the Kings game. Oh, he's at like a frat party DJing. <laughs> he's at the LAFC game. He's part owner of LAFC Soccer Club. He's everywhere. And like, how come I haven't met him? I feel like he's everywhere in LA and he's the one person I want to meet. My favorite comedian besides Jim Carrey. And I can't meet him for the life of me. Will Ferrell, if you listen, since you know comedy, if you listen to this, hit me up, dude. Hit me up on Instagram. Ice underscore cold underscore Drew. Hit me up. I can meet meet you for coffee, dude. Ice cold Drew meets the ice cold comedian. (laughs) that'd be so dope dude hold on what the heck my my microphone's getting hacked what the hold on hello is this ice pod yeah who wants to know who's this i'm looking for seer lex have you heard from him did your voice just change you sounded really high pitched on the first one how do i know that you're one person dude or dudette, or robotic entity? What are you? My name is Dallas Cowboys. What up? Oh, shoot. I've heard about you, man. Your dad was a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan, and then he named his son Dallas Cowboys. Did they, like, trademark your voice, and you grew up, or? That's crazy, dude. You're about to lose to the Chargers on Monday, bro. How do you feel? Not in your wildest dreams, my boy. Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the NFL. Okay, get off my pod, dude. How did you even... I don't even know how you got on here. I need to close the... Apparently, like, my podcast is like a Marvel movie. Like, somehow I opened up a gate into another dimension, like an AI dimension, and these voices and entities are just entering my pod. I knew I should have started a VPN or encrypted my freaking podcast, dude. Now everybody can hop on it. Oh, you're lucky that my my content's good. People are going to be like, dang, who's these AI voices? Who are these guests you have on your thing? But Dallas Cowboys, listen, go unplug yourself, bro. <laughs> hey, and good luck to you, dude. May, you're, may you win on Monday. But listen, go Chargers. Go Justin Herbert. He's playing like RoboCop. He's got this whole non-throwing hand taped up. Just give him a robotic arm. Just Just get rid of the arm. Turn my boy into a cyborg. Like the Fox NFL football dude. Like if you guys watch NFL on Fox and the commercial intermission breaks, they got that big robotic football player dude. He's such a badass, bro. I'm like, dude, get him on my team. You know, screw humans. Get these robots playing football, bro. It's like dun 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 that song is so good, but the best one is a CBS CBS football song. It's like I've rated them, and I've seen social media posts where people also agree with me. CBS Sports has the best one. So I'm tired of all these AI voices popping in my pod. Listen, Seer, I will. I know I'll be seeing you again sometime. Hey, on this side or the next. <laughs> I like the movie The Town. At the end, he's like, he, he escaped the law. Everybody he loved died. The girl that he loved, um, he can't see her because they know that she's linked to like, he's linked to the feds. And that he, if he sees her, he's going to go to jail forever. So he's like in a, in a little lake town, probably another country. And he's like, and I know I'll be seeing you on this side or the other. And the movie ends and I'm crying, dude. I'm like, no, Ben. Ben, come back to this side. Jeremy Renner, no. Why did you have to get in a shootout with John Hamm? You're going to lose. No. What's his name? Nighthawk? I'm bad with Marvel movies. I stopped watching after Avengers. Once that, once Thanos was defeated, I didn't have any more need 
for any of the Marvel movies. Because they'll just, they'll keep you hooked. They'll keep you, make you watch, watch, watch. And you're like, ah, this isn't the story. And they're all immortal. Like, the story never ends with this person. (laughs) When's the story going to end with Ant-Man? Why does he always have a new villain? Why does he have a new drama? And why is his wife the Wasp Lady? Come on, man. That's so unrealistic. Come on, man. Just make all just... I would want to see more Logan movies. I don't like Wolverine, but I like Logan. Because he's a real guy with uh, battling alcoholism and anger issues. And he's also got blades in his hand. In his fist. So, like, very... Logan was maybe my favorite Marvel movie. And my favorite DC movie, Joker. Then these are the movies that are, like, anti-superhero movies. Those are my favorite ones. Um... And the Spider-Man movies, Tobey Maguire. No, like Tom Holland, he's like a little dumb 14-year-old kid in those movies. He's like, oh, how do I do this? Oh, how do I do this? So useless in all the Avenger movies. Tobey Maguire at least had a little pizzazz. That one, the Spider-Man 3, where he's like snapping and he has like the dark side and he's like emo. <laughs> that, when I was a kid and I watched, I was so confused about what was happening. I'm like, why? I looked at my mom like, why is he like that? Who's this, like, black Spider-Man in the black suit? What's happening to him? Why is he a jerk to Mary Jane? I didn't understand any of it. And I was, like, 18 years old. (laughs) That's the worst part, man. Um, I'm still here. So this is what you talk about on this pod. Groundbreaking stuff, dude. You're killing it. And yes, that was sarcasm. Dude, kick rocks, bro. You're not welcome here. I, Dude, I encrypted it. How did you break through the firewall? What in the name? This is concerning, guys. But yes, this is what we talk about for your information. This is what my fans have come to love about this podcast. I will talk about Spider-Man 3. I will talk about Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And I will talk about sports. And guess what? I'll also talk about mental health. Because guess what? These are all things that happen in life that I think about on a basically a minute-to-minute basis. If not minute-to-minute, definitely hour-by-hour basis. These are hard-hitting things that factor into human life, something you will never be aware of. So don't criticize me. The only people that can criticize me is my mama and my papa and my girlfriend. She can criticize me because guess what? She knows me better than anybody. Okay. So kick rocks, dude. <laughs> I love saying that, kick rocks. How did that even start? People like standing there and like you're standing in a group of people. And then as you run away, you kick a rock. It's like, run away, kick rocks. I don't know. I want to I wanna learn the history behind it. Thinking about that leads us to this week's episode of Subjectively Interesting. So kick rocks, the origin behind the term kick rocks, because I don't know what it is. Language experts are unsure when it term, when the term kick rocks entered English, and the term has disputed origins. Some think it comes from the times of the Great Depression, when impoverished children would kick rocks across would kick rocks around to pass the time. It's a similar expression to kick the can down the road. However, there's no evidence of the phrase's origin coming from this era. Other experts believe it has origins in the U.S. penitentiary system. The term kick rocks refers to being by yourself and comfortable with being alone when you're in jail. So what do you guys think about that? I'm, I just learned something new and guess what? I love the term kick rocks and I, I found it interesting. So I hope you do the same. And when you're unsure about something, Google it, you'll find the answer. But this was this week's episode of subjectively interesting. Have you ever heard of the term failed comic? Ha ha ha. I'm getting a hang of this comedy thing. What the hell, Seer? You're back? I thought you were uh, done, dude. I thought you were your, you know, your half hour is up, bro. I can't afford you anymore. I don't know what you're doing, and and that's 
And honestly, that's not comedy. That's just being really, really rude. And, you know, I was having a really good podcast. I was really feeling high and hopeful that I was, this was going to be my best episode yet. And then you come in here and you just break me. And you you don't know the control you have over me sometimes. <laughs> Stop being a big baby. I'm leaving for good now. See you on this side or the other. I saw it, we did, what you did there, man. <laughs> Sick the town reference, bro. You were listening. Thank you. Um, I guess see you later, Seer, man. It was a pleasure talking with you, man. Um, I think he, um, my Wi-Fi signal started working again, so I think he's out. I think he's out of the realm. But, um, hey, cool guy, man, or cool guy or gal or robotic AI entity, whatever they claim to be, um, I respect you. Thanks for listening. You're another dedicated listener to the podcast, to the recording. Um, you are now an official member of the Ice Squad. You're an Ice Gongian. I asked someone to make sure it's going to say Ice Gongian. Um, and that's going to be trademarked. So every time people say the word, they're also going to get billed. Um, I did see a Venmo request for about $40 for the last statement that he made. I'm not going to pay that. Dude, this guy, I mean, he's he's claiming, I mean, he I guess he's trying to save up for that um for that body. I mean, I think a body nowadays, a robotic body has to cost like close to a million dollars, especially if it could fly like Iron Man. Dude, robot I think I think humans in the future, now that we're on the talk of like robotics, um I'm kind of an expert, a novice, I'm like a novice expert, a, a novice level expert. <laughs> contradict myself i think that people are gonna be it's gonna start with like a a, like a robotic arm right like irobot um shout out to shout out to sear lex his favorite movie is irobot and the cool part about that movie is when will smith finally fights the robot himself and then he uses his arm you're like whoa no wonder he hates the robot so much it's because he's he is one (laughs) he's it's like a modern day terminator so Actually, good shout out on that one, man. That one, you know, Will Smith goes crazy. Shia LaBeouf, it's before he became really like rugged and, and like an outcast. He was like very like, oh, like kind of goofy, even Stevens. Um, he was in that even Stevens phase of his life. Where he was like the goofy sidekick. Um, and then all of a sudden got Transformers, became A-list, like, you know, A-list actor. I'm like, damn, how did that happen? And then he like hated Hollywood. He's like, I hate Hollywood. Blah just disappeared for like eight years <laughs> and it hurt me i love shia labeouf transformers is a great movie um bumblebee shout out transformers shout out the ride universal studios shout out <laughs> i'm just shouting everybody it's like shout out creeper shout out david Ayer. shout out the um mexican guy who is the lead actor in tax collector i don't know that guy's name he's been in he has been in any other movies but he was a great actor in that specific movie. Shout out to the um, that one Hispanic actor who has the bald head and he's the gangster in every movie. He's in Street Kings. He's in like Bruce Almighty. He, um, the scene where they um, where Bruce where Jim Carrey runs into like the gangsters in the alley, and then he says like the monkey like come out of his butt, and then the the Mexican cholo guys like the, the monkey comes out, and it's that guy's in every movie. He has to be rich. He's in every movie with, like, gangs. He's, like, end of watch. Like, hey, let's get him, homes. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that guy. Shout out to that guy. Um, I forget his name. I've known his name before because a few years ago, my coworker came to California from Florida. And he went to the casino. forgot which one. But uh, when I saw him later in the day, because we were doing, like, a um, – we were doing, like a, like, a wine event. He's like, hey, I was at the casino and I saw and he like name dropped this guy and he showed me a picture and it was that guy. I'm like, dude, that guy's in every movie. <laughs> it's unreal. Um, but yeah, shout out, baby. I still do. I still do get. Um, I get the little the little feels when people um, reference my podcast in front of me. I feel like some people may be a little bit shy. That like, if I knew somebody who did a podcast, I'm not going to be referencing the whole time. But I don't get it enough. I get it like once a month. People will be like, da 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 da. And I'm like, oh shit, you listen to episode nine, bro? I got you. I hear you. I hear you. They're like, what? It's like their own unique thought. I'm like, wait, that was a really deep, hot take that I've nobody in the world has ever had a take like that. 
and you brought it up to me and now you're claiming it as my own. But guess what? I said it four or five weeks ago. So I beat you to it. It's like I beat you to the comedy. All comedy is is a race, right? It's a race to who says the jokes because eventually in a thousand years, all the jokes in the history of time will have been said. People have said every single joke imaginable. But right now in our era, in our time of life, I could say whatever I want and there's, I bet you there's nobody in the world in the history of the world's ever said what I said. You ever think about that? Like right now, here, here we go. Test this theory, experiment. Test this out. We are the independent comedy experiment. So that's what we do late in the episode. We do experiments. Okay. The brown chair grew arms with flowers as the flowers as the fingers and the legs of the chair were human, very hairy legs with very built calf muscles and very thin ankles wearing pumas and the chair wore very large custom-made sunglasses and had a mouth and he danced around. Nobody has ever said that in the history of life. <laughs> Nobody has ever said flowers fingers on a chair with sunglasses. So we're giving you unique comedy content. I want you guys to realize that. That might be merch. Unique comedy content. You hear, heard it here first. If you ever see it, watch. There's going to be a spinoff show on Hulu. It's going to be the, the the laughing, dancing chair. And it's going to be a raunchy comedy like everything else they put on Hulu. <laughs> They're going to do that, man. And you're going to be like, wait. Four years ago, Drew talked about this on the pod. Is he getting, is he getting royalties off this? Is he in on this? It's going to be, it says, it's going to say in the end, created by Drew Macias, a.k.a. Ice Cold Drew. You look on my Instagram, I'm a millionaire now. <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys, who knew that chair with the sunglasses, the very large oversized sunglasses and the hairy human legs and the flower fingers? He blew up. The kids love him. The preteen demo, love him. The teens, you kidding me? 13 to 18, love him. 21 through 29 is my core demo. They love him because guess what? He's an alcoholic as well. And he deals with trauma and anxiety. So all he does is do, and he drinks hella coffee. You better believe it. Name an addict who hates coffee. They don't exist. Hey, you know what? That's going to be, what's his name going to be? His name's going to be like Channel. <laughs> or like, shoot, like Chippy. No, that's Chippy the Squirrel. His name's going to be like Lax. Yeah, Lax, dude. Lacks the dancing chair. <laughs> he's just hanging out and like people sit on him. He's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> It'd be kind of creepy though. Cause I like, I think of like a mouth on him and then like, like a him eating a cat, like him being like, Hey, I'm a dancing alcoholic chair. And then he eats a cat. You're like, Whoa, if you can eat a cat, what else can you eat? Like he just eats my arm off. I'm like, ah, ah, screaming. I got ideas, man. I got ideas. I can make an animated series. I can make a YouTube series. I could be a stand-up comic. <laughs> so confident in myself. <laughs> when confidence becomes annoying, you're like, no, you can't do any of that stuff. Okay? You can't be a quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Okay? <laughs> Let me have my dreams, you know, People, you hope is the biggest thing, right? Because you never know what's going to happen in the future. You just got to have a little bit of hope, a little bit of faith, and a little bit of self-confidence. Because guess what? You combine all three of those ingredients and do that pot we call life. Guess what? You're set up for success. Um, so, man, this episode has been just draining to me. Um, you guys are just, for those who listen, who even hear this, um, I know the numbers are dwindling. We're on life support. I'm creating unique things every week, trying to keep you guys engaged. But I appreciate you guys. You guys keep listening. Um, people shout out. 
Um, and it's been it's been a ride, man. Fifteen weeks. I thought this episode, like I told you, I thought this podcast was going to go like three weeks. And I think people I told about initially, my, I'm going to do a podcast. I think they're like, okay, Drew will be over this in like a couple weeks. But I've been doing this for four months. I can't believe it. I'm going to be like, if I keep doing this through my birthday, I'm going to be like, I've been doing this for a year. I'm just going to change it. I'm going to go from four. I'm going to go from four months to a year real quick, dude. <laughs> um, but with that said, we don't, we still, we still have zero sponsors, guys. Um, but I will say that this episode has been brought to you by artificial intelligence. Literally, a lot of it was brought to you by artificial intelligence without them knowing. And luckily, there's no brand called artificial intelligence because they'd be like, we don't sponsor this. But listen, as a general generality and a general statement and a general brand, thank you, artificial intelligence, for helping with this podcast. Your groundbreaking work has created many personalities, which I clashed with both of them. They were both, you know, I think Sierra and I have an understanding now, but um, the other guy, who was the other, I can't even remember the other guy's name. I didn't even introduce himself. He was pretty rude. He just came into the pod and was like, oh, you suck. I'm like, damn. So that guy had, both these, both the programmers really put a lot of their personal angst into these personalities. Um, but I'm glad I have an understanding with one and he popped out. I have the bill for $40. I'm not going to pay it. Um, it's like a speeding ticket or no, it's like a, it's like a parking ticket. You like, you get it and you throw it away. <laughs> so, um, artificial intelligence, big shout out. Um, I know that fast food restaurants are going to be going through you. So listen, it's good to have somebody on the inside to make my fries, right. To make my hamburger, right. They got that little, um, robotic, um, bartender in Vegas. You ever see that one? I think it's in Planet Hollywood or one of those. You go and you you order a drink. It's like twenty seven dollars, and then the the robotic bartender. It's like an arm. He like makes a drink for you, and you're like, dang, all this technology, and you still can't teach the bartender to put a little bit more than a shot in of tequila. <laughs> it's like measures everything by the book. It's like twenty seven dollars, one ounce of tequila. 90% sugar. <laughs> You're like, damn, robot screwed me again. Must take payment. It like makes you tip. I'm like, you're not even a person. It's like it goes to the foundation for robots. <laughs> they got their own foundation. Oh my gosh. It's like the like the future. It's, it's going to be the future, man. They have these little those little robots delivering food now, the little carts like intruder, intruder. You can't even go up to them. If you go up to them and try to deter them, they'll film you, they'll tase you, mace you. Soon they'll have like they'll have uh, like District Nine robots. You've seen the movie District Nine. They'll have like those sentinels, um, or what's that Chappie? I think it's both. They both have sentinels, robots. Um, Chappie, yeah, he's like the little off. He's like the the. He's like he's like freaking Seer. He's like the robot with personality. He like he's a little misfit, but he he's able to learn from the the criminals on how to like live life. And he like say, "Yeah, hey, what's up? I'm Chappie." He has like an attitude, <laughs> and he's like a gangster. That movie's pretty cool. But the Sentinels, they'll like tase you if you don't have like correct papers or you're like not doing what you're supposed to be doing. They'll just arrest you and tase you <laughs> that's going to be the future man prepare yourselves hopefully not in our lifetimes but if you have kids maybe in their lives maybe we get planes before robots but who knows um all i do know is what i can control and that um is this podcast thanks for listening to another episode episode 15 of the ice pod you guys are now initiated we are going full thrust into the future you guys are um you guys are keeping it afloat. So thank you again, and I will talk to you guys next week. Peace! Voice crack. I don't know why. Peace. <laughs>